0: hello i got that groove i got that groove hello 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 i got that groove what's up sam groove how's it going i got it i'm michelle welcome to couple of critics
1: podcast i got it i'm sam i got groove you got wet hair dracool that's right, I called it out on the microphones. That's
0: so not interesting to anyone listening.
1: <laughs> it's interesting to me. No, it's not. It is. You look like a wrestler. Like a professional wrestler.
0: That or Corey Feldman. Like man. Bret
1: Hart. You know who Bret Hart is? No. You should? You don't like professional wrestling? Was there ever a point in your life where you watched or...
0: I didn't watch it, I just saw that my dad would have it on.
1: So Jim was into the professional wrestling? Yes.
0: Did he have action figures? No oh, God. But that was during like Goldberg and Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin days. Austin 316, baby. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> Stone Cold said so. <laughs> oh, fucking,
0: There's always some caricature for the rednecks to attach to to feel like they're being risen up. The South will rise again, huh? This time it'll be through a That's not what it was about a wrestler. at all. He was a fucking hillbilly. But he wasn't like the South
1: will rise again. He was like... Stone Cold will kick your ass. I don't give a fuck about anybody else.
2: Stone Cold will kick your ass. I'm not
0: saying, I'm saying there's always some, I was speaking more generally, that there's always some fucking redneck every handful of years that rises up. It's like after after <laughs> him, then all of a sudden Larry the Cable Guy started becoming everyone's fucking favorite in the early 2000s. Was, I can't
1: remember his real name.
0: It's, um... Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman,
1: that's right. What? No,
0: it's something... Who's Walt Whitman, the guy who killed people on top of the... I thought he was a writer. Uh, I don't know who anyone is. I don't know. <laughs> it's Dan Whitley, isn't that, isn't that yeah, his name? Yeah, it is Dan Whitley. It is yeah. Dan
1: Whitley. Who's the guy that killed people on top of the clock tower?
0: <gasps> Charles who,
1: Whitman. Who killed people? Just look at Charles Whitman. He was. A, he's the guy, he's the reason we say, uh-oh, he's going to climb the clock tower. You know, like a who, who the fuck says that? You never heard that phrase?
0: It's Charles Whitman, but yeah, I don't know that phrase. Who is going to climb the cock tower? He's <laughs> going to climb the cock tower. It was an accident. The, cl- the cock tower of power.
1: Listen to my voice. Power. Uh, yeah, he. you've never heard that phrase? It's like one. Of, it's like saying they're going postal. Have you ever heard that? No. Really? Because
0: I, until I was around your family, I didn't even know what, Um. oh God, what's that one thing called? Where you're, um, oh my God, I don't even remember what it's called. (laughs) Uh, uh, God damn it. But it's like when you're, um, it's gaslighting. I had never heard gaslighting before you guys. Um, Yeah, I just, I guess I was not exposed to a lot of things because I I felt like there were a lot of terms and phrases once I got around you that you're like, yeah, you know this. And I was like, my family didn't say that shit. (laughs) Your family said this. Well, I got
2: friends in low places where there's something, something, and
0: oh, oasis. Aren't you an American? You should at least know the fucking chorus to that song.
3: Fuck
1: that shit. I don't like Garth. I've never liked Garth. I remember not liking Garth back in like primary school.
0: That's because you were raised to be a little sissy boy. Uh, That
2: makes me a sissy?
0: Yeah, Garth Brooks is the toughest and roughest of them all. (laughs) He was a real tough guy. I'm going to
1: go ahead and say that Sly Stone is tougher than Garth Brooks. Well, that goes without saying.
0: (laughs) I think one of those men could cut themselves and not feel it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Garth. Because there's no emotion left. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were going to say something about
0: his thick hide. He's got that dick. Hi, he's so, from the oh Calpops. Welcome to Couple of Critics Welcome. podcast. We are a review podcast where we share media with each other and we review it, hopefully comedically for you guys. <laughs> we have no credentials. We aren't we aren't comics, nor are we. Um, St- I don't know would, would you study to be a critic Or are you? is it no. just being born an asshole
1: No In fact we don't do criticism well There's a good way to do criticism We do it the wrong way That's <laughs> not true
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true We're not as hateful as we seem to be Unless you want to listen to the last album <laughs> Well I don't think it, I think everything was deserved yeah, take that, Feld. I don't think we said anything about that Corey Feldman oh, album man. that did not deserve to be said. I didn't right. tell him to like jump off a bridge. That would be, that would be doing things wrong. I just said. He has no singing ability. (laughs) It was a poor attempt. Sorry, Core Core One. You're out. (laughs) You're out of there, (laughs) Core Core One. (laughs) I just saw that Travis commented on that episode. (laughs) Did you see that? Yeah. He gets it. I listened to that fucking song as much as I could. I didn't. With with Of Corey Feldman with the Angels featuring uh, Fred Durst. Are we listening to it right now? I didn't say that we had to. I'm just saying that I did. And it's funny that, of course, there's a collaboration between those guys. Between
1: Freddie D and Feldman. Here we go.
0: I mean, this is, compared to what we heard, like.
1: The, I can't believe Feldman's making it into this.
0: The quality is better. It's improved tremendously. Oh, yeah, but We're- I specifically wanted a bad, shitty album, which is why I chose that.
1: Oh! It's already a million times better than the other album.
0: Yeah, sound quality wise production quality. Those
1: angels really pulled it through on the production quality.
0: Yeah, they did everything for him. <laughs> Here we go. It's still Corey. It is still Corey.
1: I would have been able to handle this way more mm-hmm. than the other one. So, yeah, you're right. But it's right. cleaner. Fuck that. We're not, we're not going to listen to a halfway okay Corey Feldman album. Correct. We want to listen to the bad
0: one. We want to listen to the worst of the worst. And so that's what that was all about.
1: So did you hear Fred Durst in the background going like, Bam, mam, mam.
0: No, he comes in and does his own Oh, he does? <laughs> of course he does. He's Fred motherfucking he like, Durst. Does he lay
1: down the word limp biscuit?
0: No, Fred course. Durst! i biscuit. Why would he do that?
1: Because he always says, "I'm Fred Durst from Lip biscuit."
0: No, not when he wants to be Fred Durst, the serious guy. Especially if he wants to like to direct a movie with John Travolta. I was about to say,
1: remember when we watched that movie? I will never forget <laughs> when we watched
0: that movie. There are lots of movies I'll forget. I can't. Imagine forgetting that, plus Devin Sawa was in it, and I just watched him in that hunter hunter movie that was ended up being pretty gory Hunter hunter and I didn't expect to see oh I don't want to say yeah,
1: don't say spoilers, he was just gory.
0: what just happened?
1: It's fine nobody'll hear that in the thing.
0: Oh my God, that was horrible for me, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it was uh it was good. I like it. I've always liked Devin Sawa.
1: Hunter, Hunter. I see Devin Saul was always one of those people that I thought, like, let his acting career go away. Or did he for a while, and now he's, like, coming back.
0: Um, It's kind of just choices that he's made over time. Hmm. Like, he's tried to move away from certain specific roles because he was, like, that cute kid yeah. growing up. And then he did like Idle Hands and SLC Punk and like. Yeah, yeah. Both c- great movies. Certain things. Like he has tried to move away from doing stuff like that and wants to be taken more seriously as it. an actor. So he doesn't just <clears throat> go for like. He's actually going for more story and things. So like this was an IFC movie, but it still had Nick Stahl in it. And he was extremely popular. Nick Stahl. Back in the day. I don't know who that and is. And he was in that Carnival show. Carnival.
3: Uh,
1: Devin Sawal, back in the day, had that look to him, though.
0: That classic 90s you know, boy like, look Like a, with a little the stoner kind
1: of look. He had a little gap thing going on in his teeth. Mm-hmm. And so he just fit into those roles. When he was in that Fred Durst movie, we both said he's the best thing in this entire movie oh, by yeah. miles. Yeah, And I can see him being like a gruff. God, it's kind of like uh, What's-His-Nuts. That was a real fucking dweeb in the 80s. He was in a, a weird science.
0: Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah,
1: him. He an- should, it's, he's trying to do the Anthony Michael Hall, but Anthony Michael Hall had to jump an even wilder. Well, role.
0: Anthony Michael Hall was like a dweeb caricature. Like, yeah, He was specifically that role. Devin yeah. Sawa was the cute boy that yeah. every girl wanted.
1: Why don't they get together and do another Casper? You'll get together with Christina Reach.
0: And when he turns into a boy and he says, can I keep you?
1: Ooh, that's creepy. But it gave me a boner.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like romance for, like, prepubescent girls. <laughs> it's like an introduction into romance. Yeah.
1: And and this boy. Because I saw it, like, 13 times in the theater. <laughs>
0: Did you like it because of Christina Ricci? <laughs> yes, <or> I did. <laughs> was it her? Or I was gonna say, did you just I like think the I movie? I liked the movie too. I thought
1: it was a good movie. I remember liking the uncles that were like causing mischief and stuff.
0: I liked the people who um, like were trying to sell the ha- who tr- like sold the house or something. Like weird people, and then that one guy later gets his head turned around backwards. It's like what? It's a piece of cake, a piece of crumb cake.
1: I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I think we need to rewatch Casper. Yeah. Not for this podcast, just for our own entertainment.
0: I mean, we'll say entertainment, but Bill Pullman's in it, and he fucking sucks. It's so. Bill Paxton, you clot You fucking piece <laughs> of shit. The wrong Bill died. So sad.
1: All right, so you want to talk about why we're actually here?
0: <sighs> I'd like to get it over with. Okay, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, interesting.
1: So it's my week. And uh, it is thanks,
0: Sam. I'm
1: I've been really having trouble picking things, and this one flew out of nowhere. So, this week we are listening to the original self titled album by the band Corn with a backwards R and a K, a
0: capital backwards R.
1: Yeah, it's funny that they can't make people do that like on streaming services, so it's just Corn with a K, Corn Bugs.
0: We did that right. Yeah, because of me. Because you'll never give me things that you like that are interesting. You'll just be like, "Here's more metal. Here's this metal." Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Open up your fucking mind, man.
0: I've given you far more interesting. That's uh, what you think. That's what you think. I think, yeah. think. I think with I've your closed in the box, man. Really? I think I've <laughs> reached more genres and <laughs> I've gone weird. I've gone emotional, like with Fiona Apple twice. You don't give me anything that
1: moves you? All those things are in metal. <laughs> all at once. That's why it's so loud. And there distorted. are
0: more emotions than anger, Sam. Yeah. But we won't we won't be talking about that this week. How th- there's a lot of fucking anger in this album. And yeah. depression. Oh, it's it's so dark.
1: Yeah. It's all right. so fucking dark. Let's get it started. Let's go with the title tr- or not title track. The intro track, which is their first single and probably the biggest uh song. Corn has in general. Blind. Here we go.
2: Hit that Why ride. Why did you say
1: that? It's freak on a leash. I said one of their biggest. Oh, I
0: thought you said probably the biggest. No. And if I did, I meant to say one of their biggest. Shaka Khan. I mean the interesting or the interesting. The beginning is very interesting. There are parts this about right the sound I
1: still enjoy. It, but the bulk I don't.
0: <laughs> as far as like The inviting you into the album I think it's very interesting it immediately gets your attention it's like huh what is this I like those little sub drops they add in there every once in a while (laughs) I'm pretty much on board until until John Davis comes in (laughs) I mean truly like this seems like it could go anywhere Like and there's I have no problems with the way that this song sounds at all so far. Like I, I think that this sounds good. It's uh it's simple. It's metal,
1: but it's a very rhythmic sound, so I think it can extend to people that don't like metal.
0: Well, and it's it's new technically new metal, and corn is, you know, one of like the forefathers of really kicking off new metal. Yeah. And <clears throat> I know, I I knew Many people who were really into corn. Oh, yeah. Almost everyone around me fucking liked corn. And it was just never my thing. That was around more like Freak Unleashed days. Oh, but yeah. because of Cherie, I heard a lot of songs on this that I didn't even realize. Because, like, looking at. I don't know any of the songs other than the last one by name.
2: Oh, yeah. But I then did.
0: there are things that happen in this. Where I'm like, I can picture Cherie. As a teenager, like, singing along all aggressively. (laughs) So it definitely, it has brought me back also in a nostalgic way that I did not expect about this album. I kind of
1: expected it to do that, honestly. And you know who it is for me? You have Cherie. Kent? No. He who shall not be named. That's right. Who hasn't been brought up on this podcast in a while. It's true. But he was a corn shirt every oh, day. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone had these kids in their school. Huge baggy Jinko jeans.
0: And we had a male and a female version. Yeah, huge we had, baggy
1: Jinko jeans. We had Sheree, and we had the
0: male version. And
1: silver balls, those huge silver ball necklaces.
0: Sheree's boy, our boyfriend. Chains. Oh my god, her brother was really Yeah. like a full on walking
3: Yeah.
1: He who like, shall not
0: be named. Corn kid. Oh, I'm saying like Dan.
1: Yeah, I know. He looked and dressed like he who shall not be named.
0: Uh, I thought he went a little further because he would actually wear like spikes and spike his hair uh, up yeah, and that's like true, that's true. He would he would take it even further.
1: That's very true. But I just remember I think everyone had those kids that was just decked out in corn all the fucking mm-hmm. time.
0: Just and like I was like posters.
1: I was getting into like Slipknot and Limp Biscuit when all that was going on. And I never got into corn. Like, I was like, it's okay, but it's not my thing. And I, like, bought Follow the Leader. And I was like, yeah, I listened to two of the songs, but I never listened to it. Yeah. So, in this album, I listened to much later. And I was like, I'm going to go back to the original. And I like it because it's got production quality of that time, which, by the way, do you know what year this album came out?
0: Yeah, it's 1994. Of which course is it is. But before the song ends, I do want to say, even though I think the vocals are probably done, I was really surprised by John Davis' vocals in this song. Why? (laughs) Not right here, but a lot in the song, you can tell it's their first album. His voice wasn't as, like, I don't know, it was just stronger and cleaner and clearer. Where I feel like over time, he's like, meh. And kind of, like, leaned into that a little more because it's become his sound.
3: Yeah. But there were
0: almost, like, like Phil and Selmo tinges in his voice in parts where it was, like, where he would, like, be kind of, like, low and stuff and, like, try to sound tough.
1: Yeah, that's the better stuff. I fucking... So many metal bands do that. They get... Especially mainstream metal bands. They get... Well, it might They're be his voice stuff.
0: is what I'm saying as well. Yeah. Like, they just hit Let it so Goddamn hard in the talk. beginning. <laughs> well, I'm telling you I'm what telling I'm referring you. <laughs> to. Well, you're responding to what I said, so I'm making sure that what I said was fucking clear. But please continue. God.
1: I was saying that, like, a bunch of mainstream metal bands get the first few albums have some edge to it in their voice. And then they get hits with, like, cleaner stuff. So then they
0: start. You don't have to look uninterested. I'm listening to you. This isn't <laughs> for me. This is also for other people. Just talk. <laughs> they don't need to see that. I'm rolling my eyes the whole time. And
1: people just wussify their voice. <laughs> and it becomes like, I agree. Jonathan Davis turned more into the uh, 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 well, and I, system of a down did the same thing. And, and I'm Metallica not, did the same thing.
0: And I'm not saying that they're necessarily doing it because it's easy. It's almost like they figure out their sound and like the thing that makes them sound different. And with Jonathan Davis, it is leaning more into that ah, or, or like weird stuff instead of being like, yeah, like I mean I'm I, I'm putting like growl and grit into it that he didn't do, but it was like early on in that song when he Orr, came.
1: where he's got the poop. <laughs> no, not are you ready? Oh, I think he does the whole album. That's why I was bringing it up.
0: But, I mean, I, there are times when it's still there. It's just not there as much because I feel like his voice just seems more natural and just at its earlier, less damage stage. And I feel like that is noticeable for a lot of artists early on in their career. Like, you can really tell a difference in... Either what they're leaning into purposefully or just the, like the grit and the rasp is just naturally occurring because of either not resting ever or saying wrong.
1: Agreed. I didn't have everything else to say. <laughs> Let's move on to a song that is, uh, I don't know why it has to be called this, Ball Tongue. I don't understand it.
0: I don't enjoy it. Do you think it's the ball that hangs behind your tongue?
1: I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason. The only thing I can think of, a, I always automatically think of a piercing with a ball in your oh, tongue. Oh,
0: well, I was going to say that, too. That could also be that.
1: Or putting my balls on your tongue. Ball tongue. That makes sense. He's always talking about like getting his dick sucked and fucking liking it.
0: No, he only says that like once. He's always talking about it. He doesn't shut up about it. There's a whole lot of other stuff that he talks about. Because if you don't really listen to the words or anything, which I don't know how it's possible, like the music itself is very catchy and it's very interesting. And it sounds good. The tones are good. (laughs) They took like that hip hop
1: sound with the drums and the bass. Yeah. and And then added like creepy horror music, like. Yeah, Notation weird, with the like guitars sounds. and like heavy guitar riffs.
0: That's I. That's the only thing in the music that I don't like. Are those like? Oh, I,
1: I do like those, but I like But shit. I really
0: like the. I like the bass and the guitar tones in it.
1: Oh yeah, I wanted to say I always wondered like, does Fieldy actually know how to play the bass or is he just hitting it? So this time listening to this because I haven't listened to this for I don't know twenty years. Uh... I listened to him actually playing the bass, and I was like, oh, wait, he knows what he's doing. No, he's not just fucking hitting the thing. Yeah. There's actually some interesting bass stuff going on.
0: It's like a metal slap bass almost. Yeah, like it is. It's, it's, really, it's really hard. Like, he's playing it in a slap style because you can hear that. Oh, would, yeah. Would it be a reverberation or, like, a vibration of, like, when they hit it? You can just – it's almost like you can hear the strings just, like – hit you like it's can. just different you there's can. just a different style they're
1: bumping up the high end a lot yeah and when you slap you are hitting frets and pickup. it's part of the sound yeah and so then he adds probably some distortion on there and it just has this crazy click sound to it have you ever seen a picture of him or video of him playing and he holds the bass like straight up and down and he just fucking like yeah plays it almost like a cello
0: mm-hmm. like a stand-up bass <laughs>
1: yeah that would have been better term stand-up bass See, like, this is stuff that's different. I can, th- I understand why people were mad at this type of metal. Because they're like, it's not real metal. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but it's different. It's not horrible. They're still like pretty fucking heavy on parts, dude. I don't,
0: I, I. It just seems to be a real fine line with people of mixing hip hop and metal like there are some people do it like the beastie boys like they'll have really heavy music sometimes but then they'll be like and this is it's because it comes across so heavy and hard that it's almost like those metal not metal i'm sorry those like hip-hop undertones the the record scratches and things it just takes away from it being metal.
1: Oh, just on other stuff, like Lincoln Park.
0: Yeah, so I think people hear it as like a distraction. Yeah. Like they would rather it just be metal,
1: probably. Yeah. And metalheads are very close-minded people in general. I'm not saying all, but I'm saying most metalheads are in a pretty tight fucking box.
0: Because they're like everything sucks that's not metal.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to get out of that fucking box.
0: I mean, you've always appreciated older, like, rock music and stuff. I have. Extent.
1: But when I said earlier about the guy, I understand why you hate this as a metal dude. Yeah. I was that dude. I had been that dude for 10 plus years. And now I'm listening to this with like a, fuck it, listen to it as an artist. Who just wants to hear something new and and took things that you liked? And it's like, that's not bad. If I saw these guys live, like if I went to play a show and these dudes played before
0: me, I'd be like, that was pretty good. I've never heard anything like that. I mean, I, I definitely think they have an interesting sound. I will give them that. I'll be positive. I'm not here to just rip all over them. Because there are aspects of it that I don't think are bad. I don't. I I definitely don't like where their sound has gone. Like now they've. It's not even hip hop. They've gone into that like electronic metal sound, and I have no interest in that at all. (laughs) I'm not into that. I can't even dip my toe in that. Yeah.
1: What also helps with this album for me, because I don't even know if I could go past this album, is production value. It sounds like early tool like the snare and the guitars it sounds like Mudvayne's album before LD50 it's got this low rent studio sound to it that I can hear in the snare drum and like the guitar tones and the vocals that just it's a sound that I like from 1994 of course oh lost a microphone It costs $12. I don't care about
0: this microphone. Still.
1: But anyway. I was trying to
0: save it, and then you jerked it in the opposite direction, which just made it (laughs) fall out faster. God.
1: It's that pile quality.
0: It doesn't matter. You should still take care of the things that you have.
1: Anyone who knows microphones will say, it's fine. Nobody likes those piles. They call them pile of shit.
0: You should move along to the next song, (laughs) Gomer.
1: Gomer? This is a song called Need To. I'm learning the names of titles right now. It's got like that real coned mid sound guitar to it. It's not like super clear. I can hear the room in the snare. And I like David Silveria's drumming style. He's very tight. He's got a lot of rhythm. He's not just like a strict metal drummer doing blast beats and shit like that.
0: Yeah, I would really have to say the guitars are my least favorite part of the musicians. Not, I mean, I'm completely excluding uh, Mr. John Davis? Davis, even though I know he does play bagpipes later. that's He's not a regular musician. He's mostly just a frontman. Yeah. So out of the actual musicians... Yeah, I think that David and whomever the, uh... Fieldy? Fieldy is, okay, so Monkey is the guitarist.
3: Yeah,
1: Monkey's the guitarist. Head was the other guitarist. David Silveria, I think is his name was the drummer. Yes. And then Fieldy was the bass player. So is he the was bass player so
0: mad when he modeled.
1: Oh, I remember all sorts of people. All those girls were mad. Like, I knew... Uh, Britney, she was fucking mad about it. She was mad about it. But they both had him up right next to their fucking bed. Not too upset about David taking his shirt off, were you? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I, yeah. And who cares? The guy's making fucking money. And he's a good drummer. Leave him alone.
0: And, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, I'm attracted to him or anything. But he wasn't ugly. Let him do whatever he wanted to do. He, he can get, model, model if, it up. If he, yeah, if he can do it, fucking. Why would you stand in the way just because you're not as pretty? Yeah. Like fuck you. Just.
1: He's looking at the rest of the band. He's like, "Sorry, you guys are too fucking ugly to do this. <laughs> I got a fucking gig next week."
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, he. It just is what it is. Sometimes I hate that fucking saying, but it. It unfortunately is what it is. I mean, if
1: I was attractive and people wanted to watch me masturbate, you better believe that would be my job.
0: I mean, people watch big ladies eat enormous amounts of food, so I'm sure there are people who would find a regular guy jerking off, also being fine. What's my screen name going to be? Ginger pole? No, it's going to be citrus squirt.
1: Citrus squirt? Then they're going to expect me to make somebody squirt. That's never going to happen. No,
0: it's because you jerk off and you squirt all over the place. You're like, oh, I got my orange juice everywhere. <laughs> Mel's
1: into Dragon Ball Z, right? And there's
3: this character.
0: And then Mel can walk up and he can dump vodka on you and clean you up.
1: I can't have vodka on me.
0: You don't have to drink I'm an it. Alcoholic. Then he can make a screwdriver on top of you and then drink it off. You could make so much. I would let that happen if you guys are bringing in tons we're of bringing money. Bringing in the bank? Yeah, why not? As long as no one's actually having sex with each other.
1: It would be the most depressing thing in the world. And
0: no penises. Like, if you guys weren't actually, like, dealing with each other's genitalia or anything sexual. I'm not letting Mel look at my wiener. No, just like how your, your uh, chest is caved in a little bit, that would be a good spot to put a shot. And a shot of what? Well, like a screwdriver off of your chest because you're, you know, you're a little citrus squirt. I'm <laughs> a little citrus squirt.
1: Mel's into fucking Dragon Ball Z, right? And there's this character named Broly. And he likes Broly because of his muscles. But one time... Is he
0: fucking seven? <laughs> yes. But one time
1: I was like, is there Dragon Ball Z porn and do you watch it? And he was like, I'm sure there is, but I've never watched it. So I looked it up right down and there and I found a little porno section featuring... Mr. Muscle Man himself named Broly and the scene opens up with this alien girl going
2: Hi Broly Do you want some lemon juice?
1: And then shows her boobs. And I still don't know to this day what the fuck that's supposed to mean So, in the future when I say, hey Michelle do you want some lemon juice that means it's time for
0: me to suckle your tits? Sure. Because that's what it sounds like based on the way you described what happened. <laughs> and then you put yourself in the place of the woman. I want to be the woman, uh, yes. Okay. Let's move on because we just keep clowning around. Ooh. That was a segue. It sure was. It's also the fourth oh, yeah, single. This beginning thing. They're so funny. Four. Oh, Need to. The last Four. song was. The second single. Oh. Hey, what are you talking about Hey, so there's no clicks. Hey, the dark. Just fucking do it, damn it. Damn it. I'm sure, he always loved that. oh I'm sure. Put put on a you Want to hear it? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Here we go. So much build up. Oh, fun,
1: fun, fun. What I do like about that is I can feel the band dynamic in it.
0: What do you mean? Oh, just because I've, they're I've clowning been, around. Kind of,
1: but you're also frustrated. You're, I, I've been the guitar player before that has gone, it goes, na na-na-na,
3: na-na-na.
1: I remember one time Adam was... I was like, I don't understand how you aren't getting how this works. Oh, oh, okay. Because we sorry. went over this, like, thing. It was a timing thing. I don't remember this. Yeah. And then he looked at me, and he was like, I'm
2: going to punch you in the fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. face. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was like, whoa, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: so, yeah,
1: it can get like that where well, you're goofing around, but that shit can turn real quick.
0: Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> A lot of this people is... don't love criticism, even if you try and lighten it up.
1: Yeah. This is the corn sections I don't like. Like, the four of all the...
0: Yeah, and he's... I like, he's kind of going... I don't mind this part. I just feel like his voice is more like this. I feel like in, like, the first song, it didn't sound like this as much. I agree. So I feel like he's leaned more into...
1: Where he puts that weird, like, Emily phase Mom. effect on. It's got that weird, yeah. like, atmospheric effect on it. I this is what I meant. Like, the whiny. What's What's it
0: mm-hmm. Hate it as I, well. Like it,
1: I've never liked songs that do that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I'm wounded. Like, it, this stuff, like, this about porn has always turned me off immediately. The because hurt it, little
1: boy aspect of it?
0: Yeah, because it sounds like whining. And it's like so much throughout this, you're trying to sound like you're tough and that you're not... I don't know. like You're not shit. And even though you're talking about feeling like bullied and stuff, it's just weird to be like I'm big, and I'm strong now, and I'm telling you about, you know, what happened, but I'm still a little wounded boy. (laughs) It's just weird to me. It's just a weird aspect. Like, pick a fucking side. Are you? (laughs) He doesn't have to pick a side. It's hard. (laughs) No, for me, he does. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For me. Perfect
1: clarification.
0: John Davis, are you angry? And are you, like, on top of shit? And you're like, fuck you? Or are you like, I'm still sad and I want an apology?
1: All those things, much like almost everyone on Earth is.
0: Uh, Some people truly don't care anymore. Some people don't need an apology. They'll just be like, yeah, we were fucking kids and you were an asshole. And you're probably still an asshole. Fuck you, I don't care. He probably is like that now. It just didn't... It's never come across that to me. To me, it's always come across like... I don't know, like, John Davis is a very sensitive person, and he yeah, probably doesn't yeah. have a lot of friends.
1: I don't get that vibe. Jeez, you're going hard on Johnny Davis. I call him John John.
0: You need to stop with these fucking cutesy names. For he called people. me up the other day, and I was like, John John 1, what's up? Why, like John John 1? Who's John John 2? John Lovitz. He, okay, I have a problem with this. <laughs> No,
1: John Lovitz is two because he's the shit.
0: I I I'm not on board. <laughs> I thought that was gonna save it, god damn it. No, you can't put John Lovitz behind Sean Lovitz? John Davis. Sean Lovitz?
1: That's a new character. Will you be Sean Lovitz?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Ow. Oh. That's just Rob Bernie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. no! It's not. It sounds like Robert. E. Oh,
0: <laughs> it wasn't.
1: Okay, it was Sean. <laughs>
0: it it's nothing now. You killed the vibe. Damn it! You you never just let things be. You talk about me, but you're just as fucking critical and pick at things. It just fucking ruins it, Sam.
1: I disagree. I think I move things along quite fine, and I think it feels divine.
0: You know what would feel divine? <laughs> Backhanding you like in the good old days.
1: No backhands. No violence amongst partners.
0: No, I want a glove. I'm oh. going to slap oh. you across the face That's and fine. challenge you to a duel. I'm in. So then I get to shoot you through the heart. <laughs> oh, pistols at dawn? Doesn't matter what time.
2: So <laughs> we're on. What?
1: I was listening to this and I don't know if I would be comfortable with my voice. I'd be upset if that's what my voice sounded like, and I give him props for being like this is what I sound like. Like if I just went to the mic and this is what I sound like.
2: now? what's ao free? is three? I'd be a little like, like,
1: that's not good enough. It needs to be like it wilder." Would,
0: it would also just get old so i'm i'm pretty i'm kind of contradicting myself in saying that i i liked his voice more and which i I do still like his voice more in the first song not saying anything about the song itself but just vocally i think as the album has gone on he goes more into his like nasally whiny jonathan davis things that just
1: Later, they also get into some death metal sounds that I'm pretty excited about.
0: Yeah, but still, I'm gonna say like bass-wise <laughs> and percussion.
1: What's my favorite part? Too. Is
0: it's really they're really strong.
1: Yeah, they are together, and I've noticed they definitely worked it out with each other to hit the same things. Like there's parts where the kick drums just doing like a and he'll do, like, maybe a little variant every once in a while, uh-huh. but Fieldy did the same fucking variant. So he's not just playing the same fucking thing over and over again. He listened to David what he plays, and he goes, all right, well, I'm going to add that little extra kick hit, too. Yeah. And it syncs everything up
0: perfect. I agree.
1: And then the kick drum and that slap bass are in tune so much, there's click of the kick drum naturally just from putting, you know, how they EQ'd it, and then you add Fieldy's click from slapping to bass, and when they sink in perfectly, it gives that ultimate click sound that only exists in corn songs. You can know a corn song immediately from that bass sound.
0: But right now, Jonathan Davis sounds bored. <laughs>
1: uh, I get that vibe. I like that in there. He sounds like uh Chad from the first Mudvayne album.
3: Oh,
0: I was hoping Ray you were gonna say. say I was hoping you were gonna say Chad from Nickelback. That's look at this that Chad
1: Kroger. Chad Koger. Koger? No R? No. Oh. I thought he owned Kroger.
0: Well, you're not very smart, are you? No,
1: I'm not. Never been known <laughs> for that, huh?
0: <laughs> Never, not once. So Sam, I'm excited for you to say the title of the next out uh, of the next um, <coughs> um of the next track.
1: Gotcha. This next song... It's not even spelled correctly. This next song... You don't know that? Because I think it must be French. This song is called Faget. What
0: do you mean I don't know that? I'm pretty sure that the the F word that I'm familiar with has two Gs. Oh, wait. That's what it's supposed to be?
1: I thought it was just a French word. For no, like... he only
0: says it multiple <laughs> times throughout the song, especially at the end.
1: I totally forgot this song existed. <laughs> When I picked this album, there was
0: not a lot of thought into it. So, I, I've said it, you know, I've said the things that I like, the percussion, the bass, and the things that I don't like about Jonathan Davis's singing style. And I've also mentioned that I think he comes across as very confusing to me, which, I mean, you're allowed to have more than one emotion, but he just jumps back and forth between, like, and what well, I don't know, just like, I'm tough, and I'm sad, and I'm like, I don't know, like, he's just so, it's too much for me, I guess, and I, I'm someone who, I like Fiona Apple, but there's something about the way that he handles his anger that is just a lot for me, because I understand, if I had wrote my first fucking album, like, in my early 20s, it would have been all about my anger that I grew up with, it would have been... All the same sort of subject matter. Just kind of, you know, different from a much different perspective. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's very manic. It sounds like you're saying it's it's a very manic way of going about things. Like it's stre- which you would be in your 20s.
0: I think, yeah, but it's it just stresses me out a lot hearing it as a 35-year-old for some reason. <laughs> and in ways that I've heard and enjoy all kinds of emotional things, but... It's, it's There's definitely a style with Korn that I just don't get on board for, I guess. Like, it's just not my way of, I don't know. Because it's not like you can't, I'm not dogging on, like, hard music to get out anger. I just don't like the way that Korn does it. I don't like the way Jonathan Davis does it. And he's so much of the band of their sound.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a huge part of the sound. Especially doing all that, like...
0: Oh my God. Yeah. But that so much of it is about, like, his pain and sadness and the way that he portrays it vocally and stuff. Like, it's just a lot for me to listen to. It sounds kind of pitiful and pathetic. And it makes me feel, like, sad. And dark. So like, I've not. I've I've only got one full listen. I think on this, all the way through. No, I think it was two, and then broken up. But I took breaks.
1: Yeah, you told me that.
0: You because said it was like
1: a bad way to start the day.
0: Yeah, it's just been dark, and it's not like it's. And I, I didn't. I just didn't expect it to make me have that feeling so much. Um. Th- I mean.
1: When you were saying that, you said something that made me think of... You said it's just not for me. It's like, yeah, I I get it. It's very valid to have all these emotions and want to put it in to your music and stuff. It's all valid to be that manic with it and want to represent yeah. you know, the human emotions. Like A human is very sporadic, especially if you're an emotionally damaged person. You're even more sporadic, and i am he is an emotionally damaged you person. you want to
0: get that shit out, I understand. I
1: but I just don't want... It's just not what my ears want to hear. It's not... That's all it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's hard for me to put on... to want to put on something that's just so emotional... And be like, yeah, this is my jam.
3: Yeah.
1: I was just thinking, too, it never clicked with me personally, I think, because I've never been a depressed person. I think if you're a depressed teen who's into heavy music already, and you're very emotional mm-hmm. up and down, this is going to fucking appeal to you greatly. The things that I hooked on to were more about, like, look at how much like power I've got. Look what I can get done. Yeah. That's, like, what I always gravitated towards. Or at least that sound so when it physically like I the lyrics could have been totally about like bananas and he could still sing it this way and you would get the emotion mm-hmm. of depression and mania
0: and just sadness <laughs> and i'm i'm struggling yeah and so yeah for me it just puts me in this weird place but it makes sense based on all of the people i know growing up who like corn are people who I'm not saying they're emotional people, but they're definitely people who are in touch with their emotions. Yes. For sure. Yes.
1: They have downs and highs. Lows and highs. And
0: I guess my lows, I try to listen to more, I guess, things that are more analytical with your feelings instead of just spilling out. like crying out. Instead of just, yeah. Yeah. And just being like, all of these things happened to me. I am wounded. Yeah it's more just trying to like search for meaning or finding value or having some poetic way of saying it instead of just being like people called me a faggot when i (laughs) was a kid and like
1: and just screaming the emotion out
0: yeah it's it it, it just all feels very adolescent yeah for me real quick i want to say and for me I, if I'm in that
1: spot and I want to use music to do whatever in those states, I'll listen to music that's like pull you out of it. It's like
0: mm-hmm. not necessarily you know, uplifting,
1: but but just like
0: there's just like a different route that it goofy takes. stuff. If
1: it's Zappa or if it's like Pantera, it'll be like stronger than all. I'm like yeah, let's fucking get it, and then I get out of the thing. I don't want to stew. In the emotion of there, cause, uh, yeah, that, yeah,
0: that's a good way of putting it. I think that corn, or at least Jonathan Davis's style, is stewing in that in that sadness. Yeah, and that is what I don't connect to, even though I like all kinds of stuff. That's like, that's also like Fiona Apple can be very like dark and whatever, but there's yeah. usually, I mean, in it. She self analyzes and will say things like, "I did this wrong." And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I don't. With Corn or Jonathan Davis, he's always a victim, and that's tough for me.
1: I agree. I do agree that Fiona does that. Like where she, she like finds poetic ways to like describe the situation from almost like a third person view sometimes, mm-hmm. or then like you were saying, like she can be like, "Well, I was a monster too," and like she does a much. Different word play to make it like fit in this weird puzzle of like intricacies, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's so like insightful." Jonathan Davis's version is just
0: stop it, ah! stop calling me a faggot! Oh, a faggot. I'm not a faggot, <laughs> and it's like, ah! <laughs> like it makes me feel. Which is probably how he felt, and, you I'm, know? and that's what I'm saying. It's totally valid. It's just I'm not there. I've never been in that place. Yeah, for me. It's just always been a little different because even when I was younger, like I would, I loved Mariah Carey, and I thought that there were ways that she wrote things that she tried. It was about overcoming, and yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just it's the stewing that was the stewing. That was the perfect phrase that I think that you came up with is just stewing in it. I think the band that I listen
1: to that stews the most is Alice in Chains. That's like the most stew
0: I can get. Yeah, I agree. For me, I agree, personally. but it's it's also a little different. It's got it's bluesy and it has like <laughs> yeah, it's got some
1: upbeat shit to it. It's more interesting, sort of corn,
0: but... but yeah, but they also have those killer harmonies with Allison Chains. <laughs> <laughs> totally different beast, and it's a it's yeah, but it's also self reflective because in Allison in Chains, you would have Jerry Cantrell writing a song about how Lane Staley was making life hard for everyone, yeah. and then Lane Staley would be fucking killing vocals on that song. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's weird. <laughs> what
1: a weird relationship to be like. <laughs> right? I know I'm a mess, but God damn it, we're doing good, aren't we, boys? Let me uh, sing that song. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hold on, I need some heroin. <laughs> it's sad. All right, it's break time, my dear. Oh, Are you nice. Ready? Been You've, very talky, sorry. sorry. No, I think we got some good uh, stuff in there. Uh, we're going to go out listening to uh corn tribute i don't know who's doing this but
0: but it's not corn oh my god! yeah this is why we're listening to it
2: <laughs>
1: we'll be back everybody
2: I got a couple things to get off my chest, but before I do, I gotta ask the band if that's all right. Terrence Todd, the odd bass, how you feel about me getting a couple things off my chest? I think it's great. All right. Well, let's ask the drummer, the man behind the kit, Dr. Sam Blumis. You all right with me getting a couple things off my chest? Absolutely I am. All right, all right. Well, if they're all right with it, then I am too. So here it comes. I think we all know the Dems rigged the election. The for folk staged the capital insurrection. Us decent people don't want no baby raping and eating. But the only way to beat Manferra Trump was cheating. You think your Libertards are so damn smart? Well, how smart will you be when I kill Nancy Pelosi, huh? Oh, then let me jam, here I go! Woo! I'm feeling it now, boys! Wait a minute, did he say something about killing Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, I think he did. That's not cool, man. Hey, shut up! I'm trying to jam, goddammit. Here I go, I'm feeling it, I'm on fire! Woo! Oh, oh, missed a note there. Sorry. Oh goddamn guitar came up Shit. Alright, here we go. Come on, boys. Bring it in. Alright. Yeah. Okay. Alright, there we go. I wanna I wanna want say something. Okay. Um Dr. Sam Loomis and I, we were texting during the song and mm-hmm. well, this is hard to say, but I'm sorry, Booger Lips, so we we think you should uh, leave the band. What? Yes, I'm sorry. It's it's nothing personal, it's just you know, political climates nowadays, they're, they're a motherfucker, and the things you were saying before, they're, they're outrageous. This bullshit. Come I on. started this band. Well, y'all what? Fuck y'all. Whoa! I'm tired of your Tell America how to live. Come on. Sick of this shit. Well, that did not go how I had planned. Terrence Totley Yeah Would you still like to play the bass blues with me? Of course Let the jamming commence. Yeah. Oh Michael Myers Yeah Evil can get it The darkest eyes And the devil's eyes
1: And we are back.
0: Are we? I hear nothing.
1: Sorry, your headphones were turned down.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. What is. Oh, Allison Chains, huh?
1: No, corn doing Allison Chains.
0: Everyone
1: shit over this, so I want to hear it. Like they thought it was good or yes, bad? everyone loved it.
0: he getting assistance vocally? I don't know.
1: I mean, there's definitely multiple layers of voice.
0: It sounds like he has some assistance, but if not...
1: He fucking nailed he it. He did
0: a great job. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing negative to say at all. Good for him.
1: And maybe he did the same thing a lot of guys do, and that's why they get rid of that sound. They get vocal training, and then they're suddenly like...
0: Hey, I can sing. Well, oh, fuck, let's do it. Most, <laughs> most people can sing. They just have to figure it out. How to,
1: yeah, figure out how to do it. Yeah. Most metal guys just get in a garage and go...
0: <laughs> I think most guys who sing metal seem like they do want to be able to sing, though. Oh, yeah. That they just they wish that they could express themselves in those ways or sing those songs, but like they can't.
1: They could. It's all the same mechanics. It's just what you do with your throat.
0: No, I agree. I think you definitely can. It's yeah. just some people, you know... They're just like I can't do it, so I'm gonna stay in my box. And it's like no. It also
1: doesn't help. We uh, all need training. It also doesn't help to tell yourself you can't do it. <laughs> I agree. Like part of singing is yeah. confidence. Like I'm gonna hit this note. Like you don't even think about it. You just fucking. This is the note I'm gonna do it. And if you start going, oh, you're gonna fucking waver. Yeah.
0: Take you, it from Waver King right here. You do your hair toss. You check your nails. <laughs> you tell me how I'm doing. Be like God hell. Like God as hell. I made you listen to that song for the first time. Uh, No, you made me listen to that song for the first time that I could hear it in a full Sonic Spectrum. I made you listen to that song for the first time, though. I've never played a, a full Lizzo song around you. Oh. Is what I meant. Gotcha. Because I know that you are not a Lizzo. Like, I mean, you're not someone who is into new music at all. And I'm not usually into a lot of current pop music, like, ever. But I like Lizzo cool man and i know you don't so it's uh it's an interesting thing to force myself and the only re- only reason why i did it was because i had been drinking a little bit and i felt uncomfortable the whole time it was a it was a total war inside of me it just be cool and just write it out <laughs> michelle it's fine i know he's miserable i know he hates it i know he would be fine if this was turned off but you can just enjoy this michelle it's okay you, you it's okay he'll be fine he'll fucking live he's heard the song before
1: and I probably forgot I was even playing. I don't know, sixteen seconds zone out of everything. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it was a complete battle with me internally the entire time.
1: But <laughs> you still have
0: to have those battles a
1: little bit. You've gotten so much better about it than like when we were first getting together.
0: Because there's still a line of stuff that I would n- I would never just like. Okay, so I I and I've thought about this multiple times. I felt like I broke some barrier when we reviewed that Justin Timberlake special, and I was like, okay, so this would make, be more comfortable if I ever wanted to watch it. I would never put this on knowing you were in the house.
1: <laughs> what, this other thing?
0: No, this the Justin Timberlake thing that you already oh, watched. Oh, oh, like there's. Still- well, you
1: said even then, you were like, no, it's still weird.
0: Yeah. Like even though
1: you've said it's fine and you can actually enjoy yourself, I still it's still weird for me
0: (laughs) and it's weird for me. And I know it's going to be weird for you. No, it's not
1: weird for me at all. I'm fine. And like you said, I'll zone out 15 minutes in. But I think if we recall, I liked it because I liked
0: watching all the musicianship. Yeah, the musicianship is great. But still, there's just always this internal (laughs) thing with me that I will never that will never die. Uh, Uh, You you fucking ruined me. I ruined you with that Kelly Clarkson situation.
1: The, oh, man, the Kelly Clarkson situation It's my favorite show on BetFlix.
0: Really? It's my favorite movie on StumbleFlix. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I like how you like to jump into something and be like, I'm going to kick this thing's ass. But I don't really know what I'm doing. I've Hopefully never, it just comes to me. I
1: never said I was going to kick anything's ass. <laughs>
0: no, that's That's the, the...
1: I was remembering the reference of BetFlix from the world-renowned podcast the abraham lincoln crack emporium show where abe likes to watch betflix bet midler streaming service betflix that's why the stumble happened
0: okay <laughs> i believe you you I should what? How, how, how can I make that up?
1: Let's get back to this goddamn thing. I think that album. you're just
0: so confident when you come in that you don't care if you have something prepared or not. You're like, it's it'll true. come to me because I am the Sam. It's true. And then, and then when you stumble, <laughs> I like to be there to shit on your confidence. Yeah, it makes the show fun. Let's move on. We've been listening to corn by corn. Because I'm jealous of your confidence.
1: <laughs> I'm jealous that you can drink alcohol and not ruin your life.
0: <laughs> I think I'm slowly ruining my life, just not at the speed that you were doing it. Woo! You
1: want to get back in this album? This I is do. a song called Shoots and Letters. I want to get this thing
0: over with. Yeah, we're also hungry. It's dinner time. It's motherfucking dinner time.
1: For a second there, I didn't think the song was playing, but they're just bullshitting around with,
0: with old, old bagpies. Yeah, um. Is he actually Scottish, or does he just... I don't know. ...like? Because I've seen... I did not know if he just liked the uh, culture, because I've seen him wear kilts. Yeah,
1: he likes the kilt action, and he's a bagpiping man. And bagpipes are not easy to play.
0: There's no way they're easy to play. It's like you're doing multiple things at once.
1: Yeah, it's crazy hard to play. The piano
0: isn't easy to play, because your hands are doing two different things.
1: Yeah. It's physically hard to play. Like, it's, you have that. a lot of fucking lung power to play a bagpipe.
0: I think a harp would be hard to play if you don't have long arms. Oh, man. It'd be so fun to play a harp, but yeah. It'd be really hard.
1: Because I love watching a like an old woman that's good at a harp.
0: Well, you just oh. see a harp and you're just like, oh my god, this is like a pristine... Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's like a piece of antique. furniture. <laughs> yeah, it's an antique, so like... Am I good enough if I touch it? Will music play?
1: Speaking of music play, god damn it.
0: What's happening I with don't you?
2: know.
1: I'm sorry folks, we had some technical difficulties and I'm not going back and fixing that. <laughs>
0: the technical difficulties are that you keep unplugging things because you keep swinging around in your chair and pulling I... cords out. You're right. We need to go wireless. I agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate wires. I've been saying it since we've been together that wires are the bane of my fucking existence. You have. I want to say this music, because it was, uh, it it kind of jams. It's dark. It yeah, has like that dark this. sound. But I, yeah, this has a good sound right here. And this was the third and final of the four singles. It was blind. Need to chutes and ladders, and then clowns. Thanks for taking care of that. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> okay, I find this stuff incredibly cheesy, but I will admit I am in green jello, and we do do nursery rhymes. You do. So you
0: do do. I can't sure. say too much. I I have that same pull where I mean it's a reference or it's a like, it's something everyone knows so. I don't know why it seems cheesy to me, yeah. that it's just universally, or at least nationally, very known.
1: Yeah, um, I read a little bit about this album, and they said, or he said that this song, he chose like all the parts from nursery rhymes that have like a morbid twist
3: to them, <laughs>
1: that like, it's like London Bridge is falling down. You know. Killing people, a bridge is falling down. No,
0: yeah, a, a bridge collapsing is a horrifying yeah. thing.
1: So, I get the angle he's going for. I just, there's just, I don't know. I
0: think it's because it's pairing with the adolescent, adolescent complaint thing I already that it just
1: adds us extra. Like, I was, now we're a baby?
0: Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> that too. And it, for me, it completely goes directly into that direction of yeah. just like, oh, you're still just stuck in the past. Not a fan, but the music is good. Even if he's constantly struggling.
1: This part's
3: hilarious. Now,
1: I would be moshing like a motherfucker during this.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I, I I can't complain about this. This works. It works. Do you realize what's happening right now to me, at least?
1: What? The classic tradition of the more I listen to something, the less I hate it. (laughs) The first time I listened to this album, I was like, oh. Same. And by now, I'm actually like, oh, I like this, and I like this. I get what he's going for.
0: It's just not my bag. But before we did this podcast, I thought I was going to come on here and be like, stop being a pussy, Jonathan Davis. (laughs) It's almost always the first two listens for me. The first one's always, like, the worst. And then the second one was, okay, this is... I, I know what I'm... I know what's coming. And then the third one is always, okay, this is easier. This is not as difficult. And then by the time we are listening to it, on the by the fourth listen, usually, for me, I'm hearing it from a totally different way than I did the first time yeah. that I can really focus on, like, yeah, there are things in the music that sound really fucking good. And I, I can't dispute that. Or I'm just being petty because I'm not a fan of the band. Yeah,
1: yeah. We are truly trying to grow.
0: <laughs> that's a good thing. It's a positive thing. I do want to say that's not positive. Jonathan Paulsmen Davis. Paulsmen? Okay.
1: But his real name
0: is Jonathan Davis. <laughs> yes. He is known as JD or J Devil.
1: Oh yeah, old Jade. You and, know this? You've and, heard this? Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but they forgot to write down John John 1.
0: I wish you.
1: <laughs> She's touching my foot right now with her foot.
0: That's because your feet are all the way on my side uh, <laughs> of the table. <laughs> I stretch my foot out, and it's not even halfway <laughs> as long as the I table. could probably
1: get all the way to your chair. You can <laughs> guarantee, my foot, you monster.
0: <laughs> I don't like Jay devil but I don't, don't like J Devil from? either. Where does that come that's
1: from? That's like his hip hop persona. Is the I'm J Devil,
0: but it's also I known as real devil. I've never heard J. Does he call himself J Devil in his <sighs> rhymes? I want to know what What does J Devil come from? J D makes sense because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his yeah. initials. But J Devil, because he's the devil man. <laughs> there's nothing about him that's devilish. But I do want to say he's currently 50 years old. He just turned 50. He's on- only 50. He just turned 50 on the 18th of January. Huh. He, um... Wow, those
1: are some interesting tones that just came out from your esophagus.
0: Yeah, there's uh, some soda pop in there right now. I got some Sprite, some carbonation trying to escape from my stomach. Um, I guess he worked on the Queen of the Damned album. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I didn't know that. That's He's why done I He's got a few didn't... soundtracks, I think. That's why I didn't like it. Okay, okay. Or scores, I should say. This says that he is also versatile in many genres, mixing tracks and performs DJ sets with his alter ego, J Devil?
3: Devil.
1: Boom! I said it was like his rap alter ego. It was close. Which brings me to this: we called it like sort of like rap influence and like new metal is often. Rap metal?
0: New metal is always the top of explaining Jonathan yeah. Davis and Korn, but continue, I'm sorry. Uh,
1: but would you agree that uh, a large portion of new metal is hip-hop involved, like Limp Bizkit kind of thing?
0: Yeah, I think that that's what the new metal would be, because yeah. all of those bands, even... Because I, I think when we did Incubus, there was like a yeah, tinge would be called, of be calling yeah. them new metal as well because so it why. was metal with that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so my question is: Does Jonathan Davis ever actually rap? Like, yeah,
0: I think his style has kind of a rapness to it and the way that he performs sometimes.
1: I I I agree in the forms of when he does those songs more like a uh, ball tongue where he's just doing those like noises. You
0: know,
1: like, and he's doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. That feels like the most rappy thing to me out of all that he does.
0: I I wonder how many rap artists would be offended by you being like, that fucking gibberish speaking in tongue shit is not rap. I'm not saying it's rap. It's got rap
1: uh, rhythms. The rhythms, man.
3: It's just the the rhythm of the rap. The rap.
1: So when I choose oh, yeah. when I choose every week, and every it's week? usually metal.
0: Every other right? week. Okay.
1: What does that make me? A metalhead. It makes me predictable. Blip 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 blip. Did you like that sets? That's why I'm
0: saying when it comes to picking stuff on this podcast, I'm a little bit cooler because I, I'm I, a little bit cooler. I, I I'm a little bit cooler. You're a little bit predictable. <laughs> It's true. I When I
1: think, when I try to think of the thing for you to listen to, I do
0: go, God, something that's not metal, Sam. And nothing ever comes. Well, I mean, even, that's the thing, when I've gotten ideas, and, and like, Black Sabbath, is it Black Sabbath? No. Is it Black Sabbath? No. And then it took a while, and then you finally gave it to me, but like... What about like? I, I guess I could put a little another thing in your ear, yeah. and we've listened to it and talked about it okay. on this episode. You, we've never done Alice in Chains. We haven't. No. <laughs> Soundgarden. No, we've never.
1: Wow, I think I just hit a treasure. Those trove. are two
0: greats. I, I just hit a treasure trove. Yeah. And go think '90s alternative. Think you know '92 to '94. Our fucking wheelhouse. <laughs>
1: That's by far the year that's been hit the most of the
0: podcast. Yeah, we are true 90s people.
1: And it just goes to show that there was a big, like, renaissance of music around that time. I,
0: I think it's odd when people say, and I know one person in particular who says that he does not like any 90s music, really.
1: I know who you're talking about. Yeah. JP?
0: No. Oh. It's Matthew. He, oh. What? Yeah. He looks like he, he likes it. And he was like, oh, I guess Hanson was okay. And I was like, you need to go away from me. <laughs> like, there was so many. I mean, there was a whole movement of grunge. There's all sorts of shit for all sorts of genres. There was the 90s dance. Club 90s hip hop was huge, 90s grunge was huge. 90s pop that came in the end. Early the, 90s the country. Pop, pop, oh, man. Was huge. Garth Brooks ruled. Yeah. Pop country was huge in the 90s. That was my shit in the 90s. I remember the That's 90s. I was raised on.
1: Mid-90s being like constant things happening of like music and wanting to go see a movie all the time. And it might have been just because we were kids and maybe everyone has that year. I
0: feel like the 90s were but, great for media. But I
1: feel like like to 1994... 1996 was great for it, 1984 to 1986. It almost seems like the middle of the Because uh, it's like you're getting out of the previous decade, The beginning part on. of the new decade, you're learning what you didn't like about the previous decade, then you make something new in the middle. And you're thinking and ahead gets, to the next decade. And then it gets stale at the end of the decade, and then you redo it.
0: You're always thinking ahead to the next thing. You, you should never look back unless you're looking at, you know, good stuff. We've been talking over this song and pretty much disregarding it. For me, its I think that's because nothing is really happening for me in this song. I know it's predictable, but it's so... I mean, that's the title, but it just feels like the most forgettable song maybe or just a, just a real... I don't even want to say low point because it's not a bad song. It just loses my interest because I don't think anything crazy is happening. Yeah,
1: I think it's got the most floaty vocals to it so it gets kind of lost. Like this part too.
0: It's probably like their ballad maybe? Kinda. Their version of a ballad? Yeah, yeah.
2: This song
1: reminds me of like Opiate Tool, Opiate.
0: Okay, that It makes reminds sense. me of
1: early early mudbane Like I said earlier, it was called... Uh, Kill Iota.
0: Yeah, you talked about that a bit on that Mudvade episode.
1: Yeah, so like, it's just got all that.
0: It's classic that slow. sound at that time. Yeah, very slow. Nothing slow. is happening. Dun 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 dun. It's a slower tempo. I?
1: Yeah, I agree. It's just. It's kind of something. a snoozer. It's just a snoozer. Yeah. It doesn't grab you.
0: Not and bad, I think this nothing.
2: weird speeding pick it up, up and
0: yeah, the Yeah. It's the most it's like all of a sudden. It's the most interesting part of the song because something different happens. <laughs> I mean, even that kind I don't of like that little breakdown that was happening, it, it felt so slow. And uh, like, it's fine to have something kind of stripped and simple, but to know what they can do based on what they've done already in the album just seems kind of like why are you guys kind of doing nothing like this is kind of boring not 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 saying you should overload it but sometimes you just miss the mark yeah like there's a line and i think you went over it a little bit from like being interesting like it needed something in there to really like make you go, oh yeah yeah like it's more mellow and that's fine but it's still it's missing that thing yeah i agree okay let's go on to a song called fake now here we're back to that.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I it definitely brings the mood back up. It has like very corn sound. Very I corn
1: think. sound. I think this is heavy as shit. I think these are the kind of riffs that you can't be like. They don't get heavy. Like, that was pretty fucking heavy, dude. Like, if someone came out live and they played that riff only and didn't go into this, you'd be like, that was heavy as shit.
0: I think already. already
1: this is an example figure. This is an example of fieldy and the kick drum together.
2: I can't Hit that extra slap with it for some reason.
0: I just, I was going to say that I think the song has already been more interesting than the last song because of the different things it's done, even though I don't love this like slow, like stuff that he does. Well, now you're back to this. This is like. But I think this is interesting. This, this sound is so
3: weird.
2: It
0: surprises me because I don't like the corn sound. I think the song is very corn. So corn. But this is It's an enjoyable corn For me surprisingly
1: Like This is the corn sound That would be played In the middle school dance And all the kids Would get there It's that classic sound
0: Yeah I just—I was surprised Especially this far In the album I was like Okay this song Actually This song has a lot And I don't know If it's because It's right after uh, Predictable Which I just Found to be such a snoozer But the song Has stood out to me Every time I've heard it because I just think it is kind of interesting. But I also think it's so corn. But it's the first time I've ever heard something so corn that I didn't, that I wasn't like repulsed by, I guess. (laughs) Or like, I don't want to say repulsed. That was the wrong word. Um, Repelled. That's kind of what I meant. Because, I mean, initially, yeah, it's just a sound that I don't, it doesn't attract me. It's, a, it's its own
1: flavor, and if you don't like the flavor...
0: No, I agree. I just think that this is like... This is just like easier... This is this is like a charcuterie board. It's all the basics. It's a little dissected for you, because so it's easier for you to take. So it's like broken down into its parts, and Ooh. it does go a little slower.
1: I like those parts. Even
0: though I... And I think also because he's, n- even though he is doing the sound that I don't like, of him sounding kind of wounded, he doesn't sound, he sounds almost more like he's trying to get something across instead of saying, like, I'm just a wounded boy as well. I just get that impression. I, I, I agree, guess. I agree.
1: I would have never thought of that, but the tone just t- gives it that way
0: yeah like it for me this song has stood out like i said every time even though it sounds so porn it's so not like everything else this is what i like that's the heaviest i think i've heard so far on the album like i'm i'm i don't i can't say i'm a fan but this song is not bad
2: hey speaking of this album and i
0: think i only feel that way about two songs so far (laughs) But that's better than some albums,
1: so I'm sorry. Continue. This is the first time I've really in depth looked at the front cover of this album. Okay. With the girl sitting on the swing. And yes. It's got the
2: shadows. Looking into the sun. Yeah, and you know, obviously the first thing that you're supposed to see is you know a man, obviously getting ready to probably abduct this girl.
1: Have you ever noticed that in the shadow of the girl looks like she's being hung
0: by the corn logo? No, I didn't notice that, but I totally see that. Yeah, it's really weird.
1: So it gets like this double dynamic, like
0: she's already dead. It's definitely interesting because whatever is that's going to, I don't think, I don't know if it's going to abduct her. It looks like it's just going to fucking slash her throat.
1: Yeah. Well, people debate if those are horseshoes in his hand or if it's a knife, It's a weird double knife thing.
0: Oh, like he's at the park playing horseshoes and then he walks over because he sees this girl. Yeah. Yeah. This girl. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, little girl. I mean, based, yeah, based on the uh, way the body is, it's very zombie-like. <laughs> so it's it's either mm,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's brains. <laughs> nothing good is coming. That's for sure.
1: No, for sure. Well, I'm gonna go to the next song because I'm trying to just get this. And done. the
0: last song is 17 and a half minutes. So yeah, I think that last song actually has a
1: hidden track, and it's not that long. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's a hidden track that we don't need to listen to. It's not music. It's just people arguing over, like, an engine oh, sound. okay. I'm fine with that. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm okay with not figuring it out. <laughs> I think you are, too. I'm very okay with that. <laughs> this one is, like, okay.
0: This like, kind of also it goes just back into like the a, bland corn.
1: Yeah, like a simple, almost too simple of a beat. And by this point, they're really liking that. Bring
0: it down. Yeah. So, like, he said I bet Girls
1: love Jonathan. Davis.
0: I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna say. Well, girls
1: in that scene.
0: He, well, I know, Cherie loved him. He said if he doesn't want to be called a fucking sissy, maybe he should not sound like a fucking sissy. Even as an a, even as an adult man, he's like. He's uh, saying
1: it's all right. You don't have to call me names. I'll be what I want.
0: Well, he can be oh. a sissy, but he just has to understand that he sounds like a sissy when he does that voice where he's like, uh, 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 uh. you sound like a sissy when I know that you think it sounds so fucking tough like you just did, like <laughs> so much like a dude. Jesus, that's <laughs> a First of
1: all, there's that fucking killer Huge growl.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's powerful. Good job, Sam. <laughs> I just understand that he can't be. I think he sound sounded best like in this chorus. And. I know you can't do that all the time because you ruin what you have. You can't go fucking hundred all the time.
1: And their whole thing <laughs> but, but is not going hundred the whole time.
0: But does he have to drop it to five right now? Uh, yes. I don't think so. I don't. I think he. I think it's too extreme for me. He, he wants to be extreme. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I know. But it's, yeah, it's my not your deal. It's
1: not your vanilla. It's how
0: I'm taking it, and I'm saying, yuck, yuck, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I just spilled so much
1: water all over myself.
0: Because you were forgetting and thinking that it was Jism. I know, I just. And you know the Jism goes everywhere. I gulp it up.
3: Yeah,
1: my favorite parts of the.
0: And with him even like yeah. like raging. Yeah, like this sounds good. <laughs> It's it's that shit that turns me off to corn You can't deny that this is heavy. I like this part. Yeah, this.
1: But like you said, he can't do that forever because
0: he's—he will destroy. He's literally just going. (laughs) Yeah, he'll destroy his voice. So I get it. I just, I just, yeah. No, thank you. All right. No, thank you, poor, wounded Jonathan Davis. We're going to go
1: to the next song, which is called Helmet in the Bush. Now, before I press play on this song, I read a little story that this is about drug addiction.
0: No, it's not about when he went to NOM?
1: No, I thought the same thing. Mm. Thought the same thing. Okay. It's about drug addiction, specifically methamphetamines. And you've been doing it a lot. And you look down, and your dick Looks like a helmet in the bush
2: Hello. Cause it's so small
0: No I understood But thank you for clarifying I was saying
1: that for Tom Jeffries I didn't know if he got it
0: <laughs> He definitely doesn't Because he's long dong Tom Jeffries Oh I
1: forgot long dong Tom Jeffries He doesn't
0: know what it's like To have a small penis I never has a helmet
1: in the bush <laughs> I have a helmet in the bush When it's just 65 degrees out
0: Even when he's cold That's a man sitting on a bench that's a man sitting on a bench.
1: he got a bench in his pocket. <laughs> it sounds very industrial.
0: Very. I agree. Too
1: industrial for me. Yeah,
0: this this slides a little too close to the Nine Inch Nails territory Absolutely. that I'm not interested in.
3: Yeah, me neither.
1: It's Elect- almost like they heard Nine Inch Nails and were like, let's do a Nine Inch Nails song. <laughs> but this is
0: the direction that they've gone in more over time. Agreed. So... Technically,
1: someone can argue if they're still they've a fan al- of Korn. They're like, they've always been doing this.
0: Yeah, but they didn't. This is one song on their album yeah, versus it being their, their whole album.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not into it. I'm not into
0: it. It definitely has a little more of like an interesting melody, I think. like It has some energy in it. But that's part of the industrial thing that I'm not into. Yeah, I, it turns me off completely. I don't like
1: industrial music at all. Like, I don't like ministry. I have a bunch of friends that love ministry. I'm not into it.
0: I think this album definitely falls into the category that a lot of albums that you and I both like do, where the back end of songs, the last, like, few, handful, whatever of songs, are just kind of zone-out songs. Yep. Snoozers. Yeah.
1: A lot of bands do have that problem. It's, what do they call it? Front-loading? That's what it Front is. Front-loading. Yeah. We- I understand if you know it. Especially if you know. Like, hey, these some of these aren't as good. I better hook them in the beginning.
0: But I also think that that's maybe me as a listener expecting too much, and maybe me being a dick, and just being like, I can listen to song after song after song after hit after hit whatever i want it's at my fucking fingertips i can just listen to the best of the best just stuff that, that stimulates me to the max one after another yeah you
1: overloading yourself <laughs> I, No, i think
0: most people are like that most people consume things that they're just not really willing to take that ride and listen to the full album and take it as an album instead of breaking down each song where i'm sure at the time it wasn't looking at each song as much when when kids were listening to it they were just like i fucking like this new metal sound and i'm also bullied and i uh, i don't feel great about myself i'm a little bit pissed but i also wanna rock i wanna rock i wanna rock I wanna rock. rock corn
1: you think corn's ever done a twisted sister cover
0: know but i think jonathan davis probably liked twisted sister when he was a kid you think so I mean, his favorite band it's was not duran duran was duran duran so maybe that was like maybe duran duran was a well-balanced diet and then yeah things like twisted sister and stuff like that were that was dessert for him for a little jonathan davis he was not going to take it for dessert. He would listen to... He would pour some sugar
1: on it for he, dessert. He, in his mania, just like his lyrics and his vocal choices, he would listen to Duran Duran when he was very depressed. Yeah, those and were then he'd downs. bring up Twisted Sister when, he was, when he was ready to go out and be like,
2: I want to rock, cock. Do, do,
0: do, 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 do. I want to rock, cock.
1: It was beautiful. I
0: think so. So we have one more song. One more song. Mm. I. I I, I outed this to you because the last listen you walked in while I was listening to it. I've heard this song. I brought this song up when you brought this album up to me. Yes. This is the song Daddy. Yes. I I, I gave this one listen, and that is it. So for me, this will be the... I mean, it's not the first time I ever heard it. It's disturbing as shit. But I knew... uh, Spoiler. Listened to this song one time. Yeah.
1: And for me... Uh I've only listened to the whole album once and this
0: song at least fourteen times. It's called Daddy. This is the some of the darkest shit I've ever heard in my life. This is this song is so fucking disturbing to me. me. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it doesn't
1: hit me like it hits everyone else.
0: Oh my god. It's and I it's easily the most disturbing thing I've ever heard, truly and it's the content it's not that he does something that's crazy but I mean I will go ahead and say it the song is about his dad raping him and his mom watching and not doing anything about it it's not
1: what it's about his dad never did that it was about someone else he just used it
0: (laughs) so it wasn't his father no
1: I read that earlier
0: Holy shit (laughs) I always thought This whole time That he was like His dad raped him Why did he write About this I don't know
1: The thing I read For a quote from him Was Everyone always thinks the song Is about my father But it's not He never did anything To me It's about someone else but I don't like to talk about that song.
0: So it is still... I
1: heard in the past that it was actually The Neighbor.
0: Okay, but it's still a true story. It's just not the person that he said did it. Because saying that it's your dad is more metal, bro.
1: Yeah, I guess. Uh,
0: I mean, it's more shock value.
1: What? This might also help explain why I also don't... I'm not in the same world as you when it comes to this song. Let's remember, I can never really re- figure out what people are saying lyric-wise.
0: I have no fucking clue 90% of the time what he's saying. Are you, You're kidding. You can't understand what he's saying during this chorus. It's the most disturbing shit. I heard him go, I scream, rape, something about rape. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to pull up these exact lyrics. And I also
1: listen to Cannibal Corpse, and that stuff is talking about... of the time So, And I'm not an empathetic person As we've
0: said You've raped I feel dirty It hurt as a child Tied down that's a good boy And fucked your own child I scream no one hears me I'm not a liar my god Saw you watching mommy why your own child It's the most It's fucked up It's a real toe tapper you're looking at me like,
1: you fucking son of a bitch.
0: No, I'm truly disturbed by those songs. Then it did what Jonathan Davis wanted it to do. And it's true, but I thought it was a true story as well. So I feel a little bit, uh I, I feel like you pulled the wool over my eyes, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan Davis, and I don't know that I appreciate that.
3: There's
1: uh, some song by Marilyn Manson, too, that I remember everybody back in the day was like,
0: oh, I can't listen
1: to it. And I was just like, okay.
0: <laughs> Even, that's the thing. Even if it's not his father. I mean, it's fucked up. The lyrical content, yeah, I I listen to the lyrics. That's what I do. So, this song is disturbing as shit. I don't like it. I do not like to listen to it. It has been burned into my brain since the first time I heard it when I was a kid. It's oh, not, so long ago? It's not like it's something I've heard many times. But I remembered, like, the main part of the chorus. You're like, you raped, I feel dirty. Like, it's horrible. Horrible.
1: (laughs) You need to get these ears right here where you don't hear words.
0: You need some fucking empathy where you understand the extremities of such words. I, I get it. I'm just not empathetic.
1: So We've you, talked about this
0: a thousand times. Do you have to go through something to understand it because you're not empathetic? I understand
1: it, and I find it horrific. I can just make jokes about it all day, though, at the same time. I can make jokes about <laughs> stuff, too.
0: But it doesn't mean that I don't feel the... No, I never words. felt it. I felt more things
1: listening to the Fiona Apple album than I would ever feel listening to anything Korn did.
0: And there she also had a about rape that I thought was yeah. humongous, and you, it went right over your head. I probably didn't hear her say it. You raped me in the same bed your daughter was born in.
1: Yeah, didn't we talk about on that episode? I was like, what are you talking about?
0: I think you said you said you heard it, but it didn't. It meant nothing to you.
1: Yeah, I'm just a horrible person.
0: Do you not know anyone who's been through that or something? Like, is it I just know a lot of people who've
1: been molested?
0: No, raped raved. I don't know. I'm also
1: not a person anybody would talk to about about that. They would just be like, Sam would not say the right thing at all. He would laugh because he's uncomfortable. He's not laughing because he thinks it's funny. He just doesn't know what to say. And anything he says, he's going to think, this is stupid. You've heard this a million times. So I'll just shut up and nobody should really say anything. (laughs) That's what happens in my head. I don't I I have sympathy and I feel sorry, but I don't I don't feel the pain. I don't feel the pain.
0: So he's he's like crying right now in the song.
1: Yeah, what for a pussy. like the rest of the
0: song, he is like sobbing. Yeah, I read that. And I no, you can hear it. Uh, yeah, my my chest right now. Like it, I feel like it brings me down hearing this song. I'll make
1: sure to put it on a playlist for you.
0: No, I hate it. I don't even want to hear this.
1: She took headphones off.
0: I don't want to hear it. Let me know when it's done, please. I can hear it through the headphones still. Just, I don't need to hear a grown man sobbing because an adult raped him. Why are you... Because I also,
1: I'm an artist, like I make music, so I'm also, part of me is going like, No, no, no. Yeah, he's just doing
2: this no, to get the song.
0: No, but you were literally just bouncing around like you're dancing. Because
2: to- there's a fucking groove going on, going. I
0: just, I don't even hear that. I do. Once again, I don't listen to lyrics. He's not, he's crying. Yeah, but I also have this problem where I'm like,
1: You're doing this for show.
0: And he I don't is. know if I believe it. But so I mean, you might be
1: upset, but you also could have cut the song and not I, put this part in. <laughs> I
0: was under the impression. I was, I, and I agree, but I was under the impression, even from the way it was explained to me, that it was real, and that this is a song that he, like, they don't perform live. Yeah. And it's just like a huge, just a, a big thing that you kind of don't talk about, but you know exists like he won't talk about it he's not going to talk about this song
1: no he said he
0: doesn't like to so yeah like it's clearly him doing something therapeutically to get this thing out and it almost feels inappropriate for me to be there it's like i'm i'm in on his like therapy session and i'm not supposed to be there like it feels i don't know it just it brings me to a weird place. I'm not a fan, Jonathan Davis. Keep your emotions to yourself. Headphones back. was ah! crying. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I put them on, <laughs> I couldn't
1: remember if music came back in, so I haven't faded it out.
0: Ruby just cries. What? Well, will you skip ahead to the future so I can at least know? I don't know that I ever just let it play. This is the thing that's supposed to be it. yeah, it sounds awful. Like static ear. Yeah, they we can't... don't need to hear that. That's the album. We're done. Yeah. I ev- feel fucking great. Every time I've listened to this album, I've literally <laughs> needed to put something else on as a cleanser.
1: Every time I've listened to this album, I've gone,
0: God damn it, there's more songs? <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. So, we, since you said we are done, we are officially oh, to the we part are. of the podcast where it's time to go over some questions.
2: It most definitely
0: is. I was going to try to sing along to it, but this is. All right, ridiculous. here you go. I got some questions for you. I got some things to ask you. I want to know why this happened. Why did you do this to me for the last week? So. Not only why did you choose this, but Sam, why did you do this to us?
1: I was driving
0: back from work.
1: We were recording the podcast that night. And I was like, fuck, I got to think of something. Uh, band I've already done band I've already done band I've already done uh oh, I was making fun of corn the other week. Oh wait, I think I listened to that first album maybe once or twice
0: hey I'll do that Bam that's what happened So what do you think I thought when you officially unveiled? you son this of a bitch me? Well, I can say my judgment prior to listening to this was not joy not joy um yeah, I knew I wasn't gonna like it like I said there's a corn sound they sound like themselves. I don't dig it. She's not in. She's, yeah. she's not in. How many times did you listen to this album? I only listened to this 3 times. Okay. I listened I'm to just this not into it. 3 times. Daddy one time. Ugh. Um least favorite song. This is going to be tough for me to choose for you. Um least favorite song for me. What you got? My guess is predictable?
1: No, I'm sorry.
0: It is actually...
1: Helmet in the bush. I do not like techno-industrial stuff at all. I agree. I use electronic instruments, but my entire goal the whole time is to make them sound like real instruments. So, I don't like synthesizers usually although i do like like 80s stuff i just don't like industrial i, I should say that industrial i, I, I agree. don't like that so I agree. that was mine uh i know what yours is yeah daddy yeah, and i'm daddy. not even gonna play it thank you no
0: problem because it's really bad so my least favorite is definitely daddy you got that correct your most favorite song yeah this is tough for me um, actually, I think I might say Blind, because I'm assuming that that's the song that got you interested in them, and that's like one of the songs that you probably cling to for nostalgic purposes. I'm guessing Blind.
1: It was up there. It was up there. But I actually chose a song that, uh, if you'll remember certain sections of it, you'll know exactly why. It's called Fake.
0: I did not think why? that you would choose this. I don't like the down parts a lot, but... I agree. I love this
1: thing where he's like, it just goes on for like four whole fucking measures, and you're just like, it doesn't stop. And then at the end, he's like full balls out screaming like, I want the whole time. Not the whole time, but yeah. I want a lot more. There's a tone in there that he has, and he didn't do it enough for me, for my taste. I agree. It's, it's got a, very, it's a slipknot sound to it at the end there. Okay. That's mine. What do you think my most favorite? Uh, I think yours is
0: blind. No.
1: Oh, damn it.
0: No. Fuck, I thought I was going to be two for two. No, that's actually, that's probably my second, but no fake, actually. Oh, wow. And I, I agree with the same things. I think that his strongest points were the things that he can't do all the time, but I think that's where he sounds the best. I don't like the low points of the song so much, but I yeah. think when the song gets heavy—sorry,
1: that was the end of the song. <laughs> no, it's fine. When the
0: song gets heavy, it's uh, it's good. I think that's much a higher sell- selling point of Corn than what I'm used to hearing and identifying as the Corn sound. Um, so yeah, it's definitely that song. Um, how old were you when you first started listening to this? I
1: think I heard this for the first time maybe when I was like. 17 or 18 so it
0: was definitely after the freak on a leash stuff because
1: that was, oh, it was so was big way after yeah. i wasn't even listening to like slipknot anymore i wasn't even in any sort of new metal band by this point.
0: and you never even really you said you bought the corn album but you were never really in follow into uh, follow the leader yeah, that much yeah.
1: i got follow just because everyone had it and i did want to hear like got the life and freak on a leash and that was all i listened to on it and then i eventually got rid of it
0: got the life has been in my head all week and i think it's probably like their catchiest song it might be oh, their yeah. best song
1: it's got that disco beat in it it's like got the life got a full disco beat to it yeah
0: got the life might be the most the easiest digestible corn track for me and we all know the corn is not very digestible no it's literally not it's literally not <laughs> uh how did you originally feel about this album when you heard it Uh, I remember
1: thinking I liked it more than what I would heard, uh, in general from later stuff, but I think it's solely based on, I usually like bands first albums. I usually like that raw sound. Mm -hmm. I usually like that aggression that if a band's, if a band tends to lose their edge, it's the edge is the most on the first album. Almost always not 100% of the time, but almost always. So yeah. It took the things that I liked of Korn and it seemed to do it the most on this album. And I remember Fall of the Leader had a lot of like sampling kind of stuff and some more like hip hop directing directed stuff. And that time I'm not going to listen. It's just not. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> would you recommend this today?
1: No. Makes sense. For sure. I just don't know who to recommend that to. All my metal friends would make fun of me. And I wouldn't recommend it to myself. Uh, this was a total experiment. I hadn't heard this in. 20 fucking years or whatever. Uh, since I was like 18. And so this was a complete experiment. So there would be no reason to recommend this to anyone.
0: Okay, fair enough. I will definitely never listen to this again. Um, We're done with questions. All right. <laughs> we're done with the album. And we're on to what's next. You know what I'm giving you. I think yes. one thing I think that is a... I think I have... Many faults and low points in this uh, cons um, weaknesses. That's the word I was looking for the whole time. Weaknesses. My biggest weakness is that I drag out giving you albums too long. You know what it is. I do. So it makes it easier. But I am giving you the bends by Radiohead.
1: Weird. Uh, yeah, whatever. We're it up. I, I couldn't come up with anything clever. Remember earlier when you said you dive in without nothing?
0: bingo yeah you do you're pretty confident in the ah. beginning, and then you fall on your face good stuff Woo! so thank you everyone for listening yes as always we appreciate it we do we just have our ridiculous banter we speak offensively to each other we get irritated with each other it's a good time it's a good little view into our relationship thank you so much come back again yes check out our old episodes tell a friend I like Woo! to rhyme, so I did that on purpose. Bye. Bye. What the fuck is this? This
1: is a uh, corn cover of Faget by the band The Dark Prison Massacre.
0: What a song to choose to cover, huh? Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. I can't even understand it. This is stupid. <laughs>